In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our parable this morning, Lazarus and Dives, helps us to keep things in perspective. It reminds me of the story of the husband and wife who went into the doctor, and the husband was having his annual physical. The wife went along because she had some concerns about her husband. And so as they neared the end and the husband was getting himself ready to leave, the wife pulled the doctor aside and said, I'm worried about my husband's memory. He said, well, you know, your husband's getting the age where that sometimes happens. And he said, try post-it notes and, you know, maybe give him a couple little tests to see if he remembers things. And she said, well, I'll give it a shot. And indeed that evening they had finished dinner and they were sitting in front of the television and he got up to go to the kitchen and he asked her, would you like anything? And she thought, here is my chance. And she said, I would like an ice cream sundae. Got it. Now I want chocolate, nuts, and a cherry on top. Chocolate, nuts, cherry on top, uh, I've got it. Now, you sure you don't want to write it down? No, I, I have it. And several minutes went by, and he returned to her with a plate of bacon and eggs. And in great disbelief, she looked up at him and said, You forgot the toast. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't laugh, you, you would cry. Um, nobody wants to be thought of as, as weak. Uh, certainly no one wants to be thought of As a loser, and yet in our parable this morning, we see winners and losers. Those that are seen as winning, making it happen, and those who are not. Indeed, there are two ways of looking at it. There's the world's way of looking at it, who's a winner and who's a loser, and then there's the right and truthful way of looking at it. Who's really winning in life and who is really losing By the world standards, dives, which is just the Old English mispronunciation of the Latin word for rich man, the rich man is winning. He has everything anybody could possibly want. So great is his wealth that Jesus says he is clothed in fine purple and even fine linen, and we miss it, but Jesus is actually making a joke and saying, this guy is so rich that not only does he wear nice clothes, even his undergarments are really nice. He pays top dollar for everything. So great is his wealth that he feasts sumptuously. Every day he has a banquet. Every day he has folks over to recline at his table and eat. Indeed, every day people are coming from the village that are invited and stepping over poor Lazarus. Stepping over the loser in order to get to the winner's table. The world standards, Lazarus is the loser. It's the only parable in which Jesus uses a proper name, Lazarus, which means the one whom God helps, or God is my help. Now his friends and family may not have seen it that way. The one whom God helps, but look at him. He's crippled. He has a terrible skin disease that produces sores and He has to be laid by others at the steps of the rich man and looks to the winner to eat the scraps from his table. And maybe for the rich man to have mercy upon him. In fact, for Lazarus to find fulfillment in life, he really is reliant on the winner, the rich man, to make it all happen. Indeed, not just the rich man to ignore him, but all of the people coming to his 
banquets who step over Lazarus don't even give a thought to him because relating to the winner is more important. When it comes to salvation by the world's standards, the rich man's got it down. And he tried. He tried hard. And what we find is that he'd never really counted on dying. I mean, he knew that it was going to happen and he made provision when he died, but he really was not prepared for what would happen next. For we see that both Lazarus and the rich man died about the same time. And uh, it says that Lazarus died and was carried to the bosom of Abraham. That is, he died and he was immediately taken to heaven where the rich man died and was buried. He went out in style. He had a funeral where Lazarus simply died. And with his meager means, they did with the body what they had to do. But the rich man ends up in hell. And even when his eyes are finally open to the reality of things that although he was rich in the world, he was poor in death, he was poor in spirit in the sense that he was bankrupt spiritually. Even then, you would think, while you're there, burning in hell, what does he ask for? Now, I don't know about you, but if I were him, I would say, get me out of here. But what does he say? Just a little bit of water. I'm just asking for a little bit of water. And he doesn't even speak to Lazarus, but he speaks to Abraham alone. Because Lazarus to him, even though Lazarus is in heaven and he's in hell, he still sees Lazarus as beneath him. He won't even talk to him. And he tells Abraham, send Lazarus to serve me and give me just a little bit of water. He's aware of the great chasm that exists between he and Lazarus, hell and heaven, and yet he's not willing to take no for an answer. Well, if he can't come to me, then surely send someone to my brothers. Father Abraham, he has all the word and verbiage right. He knows what he is doing. He's made a million deals in his lifetime, but he never cries out for rescue. You see, in the world, all he had to do was to put forward a little bit of effort, position himself rightly, make the right friends, do the right things, and that would bring about salvation. And yet here, even when his eyes are opened, he never asks for mercy and thinks that Lazarus is still to do his bidding, whether it's just a drop of water or to send Lazarus on a door-to-door salesman trip throughout his home to warn his brothers. Even then, he doesn't see that Lazarus is the real winner. Abraham even tells him that Lazarus is the real winner. And it's not because Lazarus was poor. It's not because Lazarus was beggar and you're not in hell because you're rich or because you lived finely. But you are where you are because Lazarus has lived up to his name in that he knew that God was his help. And even in the midst of the tragedy that was Lazarus' life, he knew that his everything, even his deepest needs, came from God. They were not the fruit of his own effort. And Jesus tells this parable to open our eyes to the fact that outwardly we may be like Dives. 
And that's what the world tells us. Be a winner. But spiritually, we are all Lazarus. Incapable of getting up from any place. Having to be laid. Having to be picked up from where we are. Having to beg. Having to cry out the traditional beggar's cry. Lord, have mercy. Jesus is saying to us this morning that those who are poor in spirit are the ones that he is predisposed to love. He tells the Pharisees this morning, it is the broken that I have come to save, not those who think that they have their act together. You know what the winners of the world? I don't, even if we did set someone back from the dead, you know, we did do that. (laughs) Jesus himself came back. And remember, even Lazarus was raised from the dead, and yet they wanted nothing to do with him. They wanted to kill him. And maybe, not just they wouldn't be able to receive the message, but what kind of winner would want to associate with a carpenter from Nazareth who was born in a barn, laid in a trough, who had such high potential. He had authority and and opportunity at his fingertips And yet he was executed like a common criminal. No winner wants to associate with a loser like that. And yet, Jesus looks upon those who are losers in spirit in the world. And he sees that great chasm that cannot be bridged by any human effort. And says, I will lay down my life so that you might get from one side to the other. So that you might know life. So that when you are in Christ, you might know comfort. Maybe every one of your material needs is not met. But you will know fulfillment. This morning, I pray that we would come to a place where we are like Lazarus. Poor in spirit. But crying out for mercy. Knowing that God is our help. And that... Though we may be losers in this world, thanks be to God for the victory that comes through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.